Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to ADH Cheech. Welcome, everybody, to ADH Cheech. This is the show that is the companion show to ADHD Cast. Uh, I am Cheech, and I want to do a show about the shows I wanted to see, like uh, the superhero shows, the anime shows, the, the whatever, the horror shows, the sci-fi shows, the stuff I wanted to watch because Machete and Katie do not want to watch that stuff. So I brought in my wife, Christina. Hi, everyone. And just to tell you about what we're watching today, we're watching Loki. Yes. Uh, okay, we watched this show, Loki, on Wednesday, originally. Yes. And... Uh, we're blown away. It was fantastic. It was. Oh, my god. We'll gosh. get to that. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But today, Saturday, uh, we were like, let's watch. Also, what else also came out was In the Heights. Which oh. is something that we've been waiting for. <laughs> Which was something we, because we both liked Hamilton a lot. Mm-hmm. Which kind of falls under the same category because I know Machete and Katie do not also do not want to watch In the Heights. Really? Were they, th- have they ever seen Hamilton? Do, are they about musicals? I don't think so. I'm not really about musicals either, but I thought Hamilton was really good. Yeah, Hamilton was amazing. So we went before, let's like, well, let's have a movie night. Let's watch In the Heights. And uh, we, I bought um, the tall cans of, of Modelo Micheladas. Modelo. And you had a, uh, a bottle of wine, mm-hmm. a nice... Some- a barefoot, wa- <laughs> barefoot wine, isn't that what the company yeah, is? Yeah, barefoot. And Moscato, if Moscato. anyone's interested. <laughs> so fa- fabulous. And uh, this sounds really gay now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking wine, watching musicals. <laughs> Might as well watch, You're fabulous Watching now. guys and guys. Uh, <laughs> anyways. But um, I, we were ready to watch it. Well, I wanted to watch it just so, you know. What well, do you, mean? you wanted to watch it. <laughs> well, Why are you denying the I fact that you wanted to watch it? I wanted to watch it. But Why one are you downplaying that I you like no musicals. <laughs> it. I like. I love Hamilton. Hamilton's yeah. great. And this is also written by Hamilton. Yeah, it's uh, written by Lin Miranda. Lin Miranda. Written by Lin Miranda. And you know, it's a, a brown thing, so I represent. A brown you know, thing. I'm representing, so I want to watch it. <laughs> Um, also, it has. Uh, I wish I had my soundboard so I could play "Spit in My Mouth," but it has. <laughs> oh my god! It has the main girl from Vida. Yeah, she's Melissa beautiful. Barrera. She's very beautiful. She's Y'all, Michael, very pretty. Michael was telling me some some bad stuff today. <laughs> no, he was like, "Oh, I wish you looked like her." <laughs> oh my gosh, she's a wonderful body. That's not. I did say that, but I did not say that I wish you looked like her. Mm-hmm. I just That's what you were it. telling me. <laughs> <laughs> You're so bad, y'all. I got drunk tonight. So we were wine. we were drinking our <laughs> drinks and um, watching in the heights. Let's look pull up a picture of Ms. Melissa Barrera mm-hmm. real fast, so we could see interesting what she looks like. Oh, she is just beautiful. Add the word naked. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and then you just it's, do yourself a favor out there, Melissa oh Barrera, naked. You're so bad. And uh, shows pictures from the show Vida will just pop right oh up. Oh my god! And all her orgy scenes. All I her know sex she scenes. had a lot of sex scenes in Vida. She is beautiful. She's very beautiful. She's very beautiful. She's very like fit. Ridiculously fit. Yeah, she's very and, beautiful. Um, 
That's it. That's the end of the show. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Y'all become alcoholic because of my. I mean. <laughs> Oh I'm my sorry. god, I'm calm just, down. I'm just pointing the mouse now and, calm down. and moving in calm centric cir- circles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's. Michael's ridic- sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> uh-huh. It's okay, I'll have my phone. <laughs> okay. You live with your phone. <laughs> anyway, have so. Have phone pay your bills. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we were watching In the Heights, uh, which she is the star of, which is why we were bringing her up. And. Um, it wasn't that good. <laughs> I didn't like it. It's it was okay. good. We're not done with it. We're halfway there. It's like two hours. We watched the first hour. So we watched hour. the first hour. We didn't finish all and of it. And it was yet. a little slow. Like, was we paused it because we were both getting a little tipsy. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, we didn't drink for a whole year. During yeah, quarantine, we, we really drink. didn't drink anything. Mm-mm. And um, we normally just don't drink that much. But. No. Tonight, we were like, let's have a movie night. You had the bottle of wine. I was like, Micheladas just sounded good today. And uh, we drank them all <laughs> into an hour into this movie. And I was like getting, getting you know, pretty nice little buzz going. And yeah. I was like, you know what? We should go record the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Loki instead of this show. Mm-hmm. But I was like, ah, but I really wanted to watch it again before mm-hmm. we did the show. Mm-hmm. So, I was, so I was like, we paused in the heights and put on this show and we put on loki and we rewatched it twice so that we could be fresh and we can have some good insight into this show you know we watched it once sober and now we're watching it once a little tipsy (laughs) so (laughs) um but okay so this is the third marvel show that came out first one was wandavision yes second one was captain america and the winter soldier Mm mm-hmm Falcon well, and the Winter yeah. Soldier. Mm-hmm. And this is the third one's Loki. Mm-hmm. And I think they did this on purpose. Yeah. Because they knew that this was the one. They knew that this was the one that's like really fucking good. Okay. Tell me why. Why do you think that? Because WandaVision was good. All of them were good. WandaVision was good but it wasn't great and i wanted and i think i said that in my review of wandavision and what we in our recaps of wandavision that wandavision was really cool there was a lot of great stuff in it but it did not blow me away it did not have the same like civil war some event uh affinity war or end game kind of vibes where i was like holy shit that was amazing that Mm -hmm. blew my mind Mm -hmm. did it blow your mind I don't know. You know, I feel like I have to disagree. Like, WandaVision was the start. It wasn't the main, like, piece. The main puzzle, maybe. Like, a big puzzle to, like, what we should expect from um, the new Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. But I think that it it was a great intro Mm -hmm. to, like, that idea of that multiverse. That idea of, like the extension of herself like i don't know like i really liked wandavision i think like thinking back yeah thinking back comparing it to the falcon and the winter soldier i really liked wandavision Mm. and i think it's such a good add-on to loki and to the main story which is dr strange 
mad, you know, the madness of the multiverse. Well, we haven't gotten there, but we're getting closer. We haven't. Yeah, we're That's getting closer. Show. Why are you touching your boo? <laughs> <Are> <laughs> For you everyone at, at home, me? she's touching your boo. I don't know why. <laughs> she's like, we're getting closer. And then she scrapped her boo. <laughs> my coordination is off, okay? <laughs> I meant to touch my, my hip. <laughs> she's been thinking about Melissa Barrera still. <laughs> but I, I liked WandaVision, but Loki is amazing. I really love what they have really done is. with Loki. And I think the way that they coordinated it i think it makes sense you know start off with one division go into winter soldier which is i don't know if it adds on i don't mm-hmm. know if it's at if that adds on to well the it does push the forward it does push the story forward because we get to see who is the next captain america and who's going to be kind of leading things and i'm assuming it's going to be you know winter captain america and winter soldier who are going to be kind of like at the forefront of leading you think the so new avengers yeah i don't know i don't feel like that's there yet well, we haven't seen it yet, but yeah. I think we will see it. Yeah. Um, so, but I think, well, anyway, I wasn't blown away by WandaVision. I liked it. I really liked it. And I think it did excite me for what is coming next. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, I think it's going to get amazing. It's going to be amazing. But I don't think it was amazing yet. And I then really liked we, it. we fought, we fought, we watched um <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. And that one was very much more marvelly in my mind. Yeah. More like the movies. Yeah. More like the tone of a that. civil war or something like that. Yeah, I can see that. And much more straightforward. Oh and yeah. One vision had a lot of weird stuff in it. It did. Uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier was much more straightforward and I liked it because for those reasons. And I think there was a lot of really great moments it was a fun show it was cool action and you know i just really liked them two together falcon and winter soldier mm-hmm. together. <laughs> <laughs> and um but that one was much more marvelly but this loki mm. this is 100 percent. this is marvel yeah. they spent the fucking money on this show it looks amazing Not just it has the the stars of the real movie mm-hmm because where does it start out? Well, it takes you. It's it starts you at the point where, um, in Infinity War, yeah. where um, Captain America, everyone's going back to collect. The no, Infinity no, not Infinity War. Is it? Is it Infinity War? Well, yeah, yeah but it's also travel. from the first Avengers. Yeah, from 2012. But they're going back. Okay. You know, it's not the original 2012 because mm-hmm. Ant Man's there, Iron Man's there, Captain America's there. Their double self is there. Yeah. And they're trying to okay. collect. But you're confusing everybody. I'm confused. What do you mean? <laughs> you're confused because you're drunk. This no. <laughs> this comes from the scene. It yes, takes it does place come from in the in, first Avengers. Not even Infinity War. This is Endgame, first of oh, all. Oh, sorry. Endgame. In Endgame, they go back in time. Yes, in And Endgame. in Endgame, they go back in time to their previous events in the movies, which they go back to the events right after the end of the first Avengers movie. Yes. So right at the end of when Loki attacked Manhattan. So when Loki attacked Manhattan and he had all the armies with him, right? And the very first one, and we get the first swirling shot around the Avengers, introducing them as a team, mm-hmm. right? That's where we pick up after mm-hmm. they catch Loki and they have him in handcuffs, handcuffs, and they're wanting to take him downstairs. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're in Avengers Tower. And this is where Loki, the show starts off. We're in Avengers Tower and you see the moment where Loki is, they're taking Loki in handcuffs down 
to the bottom to the bottom floor and you see hulk trying to get in the elevator Mm -hmm. and they're like whoa 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 calm down (laughs) we're at maximum occupancy here maximum weight (laughs) yeah so then they take loki down and loki's there and he's going to get arrested and but that's when the events of endgame come in and we see uh, Robert Downey Jr. with the Tesseract, who went back in time to grab the Tesseract, get knocked out by the Hulk coming down the stairs. And that's how Loki gets the Tesseract and goes and escapes from yes. being taken to prison. Mm-hmm. Which, where he goes on his normal timeline, which we see fold out throughout the Marvel Universe, of him getting arrested, and then we see the, the events of Thor the Dark World, where he... Mm-hmm. where his mother gets killed yeah, and so on and so forth. Okay. So then we get where, you know, so that's what the, that's the premise of the show is in that moment because the Avengers went back in time, right? Mm-hmm. Because the Avengers went back in time, they messed up the timeline where he was able to grab the Tesseract and he was able to split off the main timeline and escape from being taken to, prison on Thor on Asgard Mm -hmm. which is what really happens in the movies so that is the change in the timeline and which this show is all about the time police Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. Uh, what happens next after that well he checks in in the time variant authority yes and he gets captured okay because he gets escaped he escapes and he ends up in the desert right yeah Mm -hmm. and then the time variants authority Mm -hmm. picks him up and takes him through like this whole processing thing Mm -hmm. which is cool which is funny right off the bat because they pick him up they take him there and they have this whole thing about like like taking him through the 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 processing center so they take off his clothes put him in a jumpsuit and then they have him sign this document which is saying like oh can you please verify for us that this is everything you've ever said in your whole (laughs) life and he's like what and then new paper comes out and it says sign this too (laughs) he's like you gotta be kidding me sign this too (laughs) which was a great joke which was was in the trailer and um then he has to go and get in this line and the guard tells him take a ticket and uh the guy in front of him we see does not take the ticket Mm -hmm. so but he takes the ticket that guy ends up getting to the front of the line (laughs) where he is zapped out of existence i'm assuming and or killed and uh loki panics and realizes he has to take this (laughs) (laughs) but um do you want to explain the cartoon because there was a cartoon Let's see if you can ha- if you can get all this information. Oh out. God! But they watch it. Inf- they play it while he's waiting in line. There's an informative cartoon telling him what the time variance. Ev- basically, the whole premise of the show. So go ahead. No, go <laughs> for it. I think you got it. Okay, you got it. So he's waiting in line, and this little clock character cartoon character comes up and says, "Welcome to the time variance authority. You are here because you are." acted out of your timeline which was presented by the three time guardians or whatever they were three godlike figures who protect the sacred timeline 
and every time someone likes you uh, likes like you like you <laughs> makes a makes a changes strays from the timeline you create a new alternate timeline mm -hmm. and if that is allowed to continue you'll stray off into multiple variations a butterfly effect of new timelines will create and turn into madness mm -hmm. it'll create a multiverse of madness, madness which was which you pointed out the title of the Doctor new Strange, Doctor new Strange movie, movie. Mm -hmm. and um, so that's what they're trying to avoid mm -hmm. the multiverse of madness which t brings me to my first theory but I'll keep on going so you are here to get processed and uh, to get judgment on whether or not you can go back to your timeline and continue life but so he has to go through a court hearing basically so he gets through that. He goes to the court hearing. That was beautiful, by the was way. Was that everything? Yeah, I think that was that everything. Was great. So he goes to the court hearing and they tell him Loki. And we hear his laugh, last name for the first time. What's his last name? I can't even say it. Lofferson. <laughs> Lofferson or something. Lofferson. I don't know. Lofferson. Lofferson. Um, They've said his name before. It just sounded so funny to me. Like Lofferson. But Lofferson. Lofferson. Known by adoption as Loki Odinson. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he's getting judged, basically. And uh, he tries to escape. He tries to use his magic powers to escape. But they... They don't work. They don't work in, don't work in, in the, the time universe. authority. Mm -hmm. Wherever he is, we don't really know exactly. But, okay. So a couple things before we go forward. So they're calling him... What are the, What's the word that they call him in the show? They say that you are a... A variant. A variant. Okay. So this is my two <laughs> theories. <laughs> oh my gosh. First, let's hear him. Let's hear him. What's your first theories? First theory. Or should let me keep going. Cause actually, because I want to get through the whole show, but then I want to talk about my theories because I think they are 100% correct. Really? I'm interested. I haven't heard your theory. Okay. Yet. I know. I haven't told her yet because I wanted to He's blow. He's been holding it off. wanted to blow her mind. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> so anyways, so he's about to get, I guessed condemned to be erased um so which they but then owen wilson comes in who yeah. plays mobius yeah. and he takes him out and we kind of get a situation similar to the rock with nicholas cage <laughs> where he's gonna help him solve a case mm -hmm. so that's why owen wilson gets loki and he wants to discuss like his um, psychology and try to get into the mind of the person he's hunting because we see in a flash or you know see him investigating a, a murder of time TVA um, units unit that murdered. was in France mm -hmm. in 1548 or something like that mm -hmm. that were killed by a variant mm -hmm. so he wants to get into lo pick Loki's brand brain I guess and use him to help him catch the variant that's killing these time um, his units tva units mm -hmm. so we go in and then he explains basically more and all of this stuff okay so theory number one okay the whole show this show is going to be about and i could tell you already what the ending is going to be oh gosh of this show let's hear it okay no, actually, a little <laughs> bit more first a little bit more so he's talking to owen wilson and owen wilson wants to know his 
And first off, Owen Wilson is really good on this shit, don't you think? Oh, I love Owen Wilson. I just, I'm just so distracted by his nose. That's the only thing. <laughs> We've known he's got a crooked nose. For I years. know, but it seems more defined. It looks like he has like a bandaid on his nose. Like the shadow, <laughs> the lighting that they give him makes it look like he has something on his nose. Besides deep, it being crooked, he's got a deep ridge in his nose. Yeah, now. it's real deep. It's, it's distracting. always been pinched, <laughs> but now it's got a deep ridge. Um, but he's great. He's great. I really like him. And I feel like that's really why this show, which is on Disney Plus, stands out above Mandalorian. Mandalorian? Because Mandalorian, who do what? we get? So for Marvel and Loki, the star power we get is fucking Owen Wilson, who is a movie star in his own right. Would mm-hmm. you agree? Oh, yeah. He he's is, been around for a long time and he's done great things. He's been around for a long time. He's been in tons of movies. Mm-hmm. He's been great in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. He's been in a lot of great movies and, you know, mixed bag of movies, but he's been in several great movies and that's movie star power. Yeah. Getting Owen Wilson to be in this movie, to mm-hmm. be in this show and being the second lead in this show. Loki obviously is the main character, but who has the next most lines is yeah, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Now think about Mandalorian. Who do we get <laughs> with Mandalorian? Fucking Bill Burr. Bill Burr. No, Bill Burr doesn't count. Bill Burr is barely an actor. You get Pedro. Pedro Pascal again, not a movie star, TV he was star. Great. He was great He's in great. Game of Thrones. He's great. You get Pascal. Okay, first you get he was Baby barely, Yoda. He was Baby Yoda. <laughs> that's is amazing. not an actor. <laughs> Pedro Pascal was a. Barely in Game of Thrones, he but was great. He was amazing. In Narcos. People loved him. You in mean Game in Narcos and in Narcos? In Narcos, he was amazing, and he's he, he was, was amazing in he both. Was fantastic, but we have Tom Hiddleston, who we know was amazing in all the Marvel movies. Yeah, he was but great. He, yeah, and he's held his own in other movies for movies that we've covered. Godzilla. Okay, uh, what else? Uh, that one. <laughs> 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 he's been in other movies, but. Anyways, mm-hmm. but the Marvel movies, I mean, he's been in a lot of those and you liked all of those, didn't you? The Marvel, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so I he mean, is, yeah. in he's, fact, a movie He's star. already in that universe. Owen Wilson is amazing Petro on Pes- his own be- yes, before I, this. Yes, that's my point. Petro you know, Pescal, we get fucking... Who do we get helping him out? We get freaking Bill Burr. And we get the dude from... You got Luke Skywalker? For two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and we get the... I think Yoda counts. Yoda counts. The black dude on, on Mandalorian. He is a f- famous movie actor from the 80s. Who? The guy that was remember. in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> who taught him how to play golf. <laughs> he was in the Mandalorian? Yeah, that's the... Where did he play? He's the guy who was giving him the gig to get Baby Yoda in the very first place. The only black guy <gasps> on the show. I did not realize He's that he was He's the one that loses his hand. Yeah, I didn't realize he was from Happy Gilmore. Carl Weathers, that's yeah, his name. Yeah, he was great. Mm-hmm. He was great. And he was also on Arrested Development. But he but is Mandalorian not... But Mandalorian is like new. So to compare Loki but to Mandalorian... Star Wars. Star Wars is not new. Star Wars is the most money-making thing in history. Even the bad movies, like the last three sequels, made so much money that it was insane. So they knew that there was going to be money to be made on Mandalorian, and it turned out to be great. I'm just saying, let's get some real fucking actors in that show. Mandalorian? Yes. Let's get... Where's the Owen Wilsons of that show? 
Where's the cast you know, count on Reeves in that show? Cast because you would you say they make a lot of money, but they don't invest a lot of money in their actors. I know. That's one of my point. <laughs> what the fuck? Why is Mandalorian so whack with the actors? But I think what's his name? What's his name? I forgot his name. Uh, who? Pedro? Not Pedro. The one who directs everything. Faro. Favro. I feel like they like the challenge of getting of these no name actors. Yeah, I think they like the challenge of low budget making it work and making it look amazing because I think that goes back to I the old it, Star Wars way because they them. didn't have a good budget. They made things from scratch. They got Harrison Ford, who is a, an amazing actor, but he wasn't back then, was he? He wasn't well, that he was a new, star. But he, he turned new. into be a he star. Was, they he found was. a star. They was, but I think they like that challenge. I think it goes back to that traditional way of what they started. <laughs> Yeah, I that's what I think. Maybe like I think that that's is, why the reason they do forget that. that. Let's go with you're rich now, so let's spend the money <laughs> on actors. I mean, get, but I think that it's about Clint the Eastwood fans, in, you know. I think <laughs> Clint Eastwood. Yeah, Clint Eastwood. Let's get for Rob, Robert De, Robert De Niro <laughs> from Mandalorian. Yeah, what would they play? I don't care who they play, but whoever <laughs> they play, it's going to be amazing. I'm sure. Robert De Niro. Yes. Too old. Doesn't matter. You can play an old character. <laughs> um, but that's what I'm saying. Marvel, they have a history of pulling in amazing actors. Yeah. Yeah, they had Robert Redford. Well, they Redford, run by different people. Robert Redford. They know what they they're doing. Samuel L. Jackson right off the bat. Robert Downey Jr. right off the bat. You know what I mean? Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel oh, yeah, L. Jackson yeah. right yeah, off the yeah, bat. Yeah. They got him. And then, you know, they have... Um, whatever the name of Kate Blanchett, you know what I mean? They get real big actors to yeah. play these roles. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I appreciate. I mean, Chris Evans wasn't that big when he started Marvel. No, he became no, no, no. big because of Marvel. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You don't get much bigger than that. You well, know? yeah, but that's now. Well, that's, that's now what I'm saying Captain now, America. but Star Wars has been established. They don't need to mess around and cast these no name people. They can cast whoever the filth they want. They got the money to cast whoever they want. Well, if they want to get Tom Hanks in Star Wars, they could get Tom Hanks in Star <laughs> they Wars. Get Tom they Hanks pay him like st- it would be amazing, right? <laughs> Spend the money. Spend you know the four million dollars or five million dollars. They should it costs have done that get, with the movies. I don't know how much it would cost. But with to get Mandalorian, Tom Hanks. I'm okay with them doing with no like nobody. It sucks. You know? no, Bill Burr is not a good actor. He's not good. Okay, I agree. Bill Burr, Bill was a mistake. Even the other characters that whole are episode not that good. was a mistake. Oh my god. Whoever directed that. I'm gonna go back and fix it but they did a good job with some of their directors what's his name kiki what's his name tika tika nope tika <laughs> tika he's anyways awesome. we're not even talking about that show <laughs> anyways i appreciate that they got owen wilson to play this character yeah. because this show was was a lot of owen wilson and, and loki talking mm-hmm. and they would not have been as good with a lesser actor with someone that, I mean, let's face it, Owen Wilson is in this movie because he's charming. Yes. You know what I mean? You like him right off the bat. Even with his crooked nose. You, you like, like him, him. <laughs> right off the bat. You don't even know anything. And plus, you've seen him in 100 movies. So you already know you like him before the movie even starts. Before the show even starts, you already know you like him. Yeah. And um, we did. And he was fantastic in the show. Okay, anyways, where were we? What's so, your theory? So, look, I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, we keep going. We find out that he wants to know, Loki, why do you kill people? Yes. Do you enjoy killing people? Is this the reason why you do it? In the process, Loki escapes and he goes on this little... They chase him around the facility of the Time Variance Authority 
And he discovers that they have, while he's looking for the Tesseract because he thinks that's his his, uh, key to escape, Mm -hmm. he finds the Tesseract (laughs) that's just thrown into a drawer at the Time Authority by some secretary in with a pile of, like, other Infinity Stones. And I think that moment, I mean, like, multiple Infinity Stones. So you see, like, the red, you know, the red one and the yellow one. And there's, like, five of them in the drawer. So he's like, where did you guys get these? He's like, oh, we have a lot of those. We use them as paperweights <laughs> and stuff. I think that makes him realize that, well, the, you know, the thing that we think is the most powerful thing in the universe the infinity stones mm-hmm. are obviously used as paperweights here. So obviously this authority is a lot more formidable than we first thought, mm-hmm. which was kind of a cool concept because the whole first, you know, half of the Marvel universe was all about infinity stones and how powerful they were. And this show just instantly is just like, you know what? <laughs> they weren't that, <laughs> 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 which some people were mad about. Did you see that? Really? No, I didn't see that. Some people were mad about because like, they're just using, I mean, literally, they're using these things as paperweights, <laughs> and um, people are people are saying like, "Well, think about all the people that died for this: Robert Downey Jr., Scarlet, uh, mm, yeah, uh, Black, Black Widow, Widow, and you know." Um, mm, uh, that's interesting. You know, I, had, I didn't think about that. The dude from WandaVision, Vision, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, they all died for Infinity Stone because of Infinity Stones. So the fact that they're all died because of that, and then in this show, it seems like kind of a slap in the face. That's what people are saying. That this is a slap in the face to all those characters that died for Infinity Stones. Mm, that's interesting. I had not read about that. But I think it, I think they still hold value. Because they're the timekeepers to allow the, you know, the sacred time to continue. Yeah. So they hold up to that value within that timeline. Mm-hmm. I think the time variant is outside of that. Okay. And yeah, in their place, in their universe, the Infinity Stones have no power. Mm-hmm. But that's just what it is. But I don't think it takes away the fact that they're still upholding the power that they hold within the universe that should be the yeah. timeline that should be that led to the so they're death. still important yeah. in that time in, in that real time, in real timeline yeah so i think there's still valid- valid- oh. validity in that so but because that- they hold sacred to know you know this it has to happen the way that it Thanos happens is supposed to get the mm-hmm. glove and is supposed to snap people in there. which is why they take back. it out you know yeah. what i mean because they could just take it out and then not let, allow that to happen but they need to to make that time continue because that it's supposed to happen timeline. yeah so that's what they're in charge of cor- keeping the correct timeline and there's a line in the shows like obviously because loki points out that the fact that the tesseract is there is proof that um, the Avengers are messing around with time. He And he says that during his court case. He's like, if you really want the people responsible, you should go after the Avengers because they're obviously messing around with time travel, not me. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, well, what they did is supposed to happen. What you did is not supposed to happen. So, okay. Anyways. Uh, so that makes him realize that the time variant variance authority mm-hmm. is very formidable and that makes him basically give up trying to escape and he goes back to the room where owen wilson is interviewing him and he tells him which is interesting because we get some deep psychology right off the bat of why loki does what he does that he says the reason why i kill people is because i um because it's part of the character that i play it's part of the illusion mm-hmm. i play a villain so 
to make people afraid of me, I kill people so mm-hmm. that they'll be afraid of me. I don't really enjoy it, but that's part of my character, part of the illusion to inspire fear of people. So I thought that was interesting because on most shows, you don't get like insights into characters until way towards mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This one, they just tell you right off the bat. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And he says, so, but why do you want, why do you want my help to catch this person? And he says, well, the reason why I want your help to catch this person is because the person, the variant that we are trying to catch who's killing our time variant units is you. And then we go to the flash forward and we see um, these variant time variant TVA unit going to 1850 or whatever, Oklahoma. And they're investigating some basically some looks like some sort of weapon that was there from like the future (laughs) that wasn't supposed to be there. And they get there and they're looking around like, ah, some punk from the future probably found a time machine and wants to, you know, come back and get rich. Basically Mm -hmm. that's what they think. And, um, and he says, just put the, put the time. What are the things called? Put the time charge and and reset reset this time. Mm -hmm. So we see them do that earlier in the show, but we don't see what does it mean to actually reset. reset. Mm -hmm. And what's the other word that they use for getting rid of the variants? Prone? Prune. Prune, yeah. And prune, which we know, comes from when there's a tree and when you're pruning a tree, you're cutting off the branches mm-hmm. to allow new growth to happen. Mm-hmm. But anyways, if you think about the branch, the main uh, trunk of the tree as the timeline, mm-hmm. when you're pruning it, mm-hmm. you're cutting off the branches. So that's why they're using the word prune because the timeline and you, when you get a new variant, you get a new alternate timeline, they prune it. Mm-hmm. And they cut it off. So when I think that little charge does, mm-hmm. which they didn't really tell us this, but I think that charge destroys everything in existence in that timeline. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how they keep the main timeline going is by every time there's a new variance, they put a charge and reset the timeline, meaning they just blow up all of existence in that time. That makes sense. That's, I think, what that's what they do. So that's what pruning means. And they say that. And what ob- what Loki realizes as well, and the reason why he goes and talks to Owen Wilson, he says that he's like, oh, the time variance is very formidable. And I see that basically like I can't go back to my timeline, right? Because he, I think he figured out that really the only way that they keep the main timeline going is by just deleting from existence the variant. So basically, Loki was going to get deleted. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're going to kill him. Yeah. And that's their solution. Mm-hmm. I think that's the time variance authority. I think their only solution to when a new timeline happens is just destroying off. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and uh, so they're really not keeping like they're not really like fixing the timeline. They're just destroying all alternate timelines before they can happen. Mm hmm. Or before they get off too far, before they get unmanageable. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is kind of dark and which they kind of haven't really told us that. Mm-hmm. We're just, I'm just figuring that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay. What's my theory? Yeah, what is your theory? My first theory is that, hold on, let me think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Collect your My thoughts. first theory about the whole show. So the whole show they're talking about 
and they mentioned it a couple times where saying like, why does your three gods who created this time variance authority, why do they get to decide which timeline is the correct timeline and which cor- timeline is the incorrect timeline? Mm-hmm. Who put them in charge? That's what Loki's questioning. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of what I'm questioning. Like, why, how do they know what is the proper timeline? Who told them what the proper timeline is? Yeah. And obviously, from what I'm figuring, is that they're just deleting all of these other timelines. So, here we go. At the end of this show, Loki is going to destroy, I don't know how he's going to do it, but he is going to destroy the time variance authority, which is going to allow all of these other timelines to exist, which is going to create the multiverse madness and set up Doctor Strange. Mm. so loki's gonna be the cause of the multiverse of madness mm. because he's gonna destroy the time variance authority. okay but which loki doesn't because there's one, two loki this one that we're watching is going to do it but which one the one that's helping the time variant second theory or the variant <laughs> second, the second theory. variant. the main character of the show that we're watching uh-huh. uh loki this one the one that's talking to owen wilson mm-hmm, helping mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. he's going to decide he's going to what's is the journey of the show this Loki that we're watching in the first episode is going to team up with Owen Wilson to stop the evil Loki. Okay. He's going to team up to stop this evil Loki for most of the show. But then at the very end of the show, he's going to realize that, you know what? This evil Loki is right. And I want to help him and I'm going to destroy the time variance. And that's going to be the turn of the show. And he's going to destroy the time variance. And that's going to be the end of the show. And thus, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm. That's what's going to happen in this show. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's a good theory because I, even Loki himself is like... He's kind of mad. Like, what do you think? Like, my whole life is predetermined that you make mm-hmm. my choices, that I can't make my choices. He's, like, disgusted by that, you yes. know? So it's which, very much Loki, something I could see Loki doing. Which, obviously, this evil Loki is already doing that. Mm-hmm. This evil Loki is trying to destroy the time variance authority probably for the exact same reason what you said because this lo- this that loki is disgusted by what they're doing mm-hmm. choosing his fate and he's very dis- like you said he's disgusted that they have chose uh, a say in his fate which because he wants to be the king of of no, space yeah. <laughs> right he wants to be the king of space so he doesn't like the fact that they're telling him that no he's destined to get killed by Thanos. Yeah. He's destined to help the Avengers become who they are going to be, to yeah. become. Yeah. Which he even says, what does he say? Purpose? He says something. He says a line about his purpose. Yeah. You know, which goes into like, you know, this whole thing, you know, he's, he's all about like, he's predestined to be he believes a he, ruler. He's supposed to be the king of everyone. Mm-hmm. And he tells him his plan is to take over Earth and then take over space. Mm -hmm. And he wants to be the king of space. And he doesn't like that they're telling him that no. And he sees his future because they have it on like a tape recording basically his whole life. And we see how he plays out, which is him dying at the hands of Thanos when he attacked Thor's ship in Infinity War. So he sees that and he don't like that and he wants to be in control of his old destiny which is why he's going to destroy the time variance authority spoilers Spoilers. (laughs) i can see that i think think that's a great theory that i think it's 100 percent correct first of all 100 (laughs) percent. i'm willing to put money on that now that is correct Hmm. anyways um 
That's theory number one. And okay. I'm a hundred percent on that. Theory okay. number two, I'm seventy percent on. Okay. I'm not sure about this one, but I think it's very interesting. So they're saying variant. They're calling lo- this Loki that they caught a variant. Why are they using that word variant? Tell me what you think. I don't know. Because he is an outside variant to what should be. Yeah. And uh, like an, I think of a variant, I think of like an experiment. So I'm thinking like he's an outside variant. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. He's not meant. He's not meant to be in existence because uh, yes. he's not part of the main line. So on the surface, he is a variant from the main timeline. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's a variant. Mm hmm. This is the part that's really going to blow your mind. And I think this is going to be a huge reveal in the show. The whole time variants authority. You assume that they're talking about they catch. There's all kinds of people in the timeline that are, are stepping off the main timeline and they're correcting all of them and putting them back on. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the assumption. That's what they showed us in the cartoon. I don't. I think what is really happening. The time variance authority only exists to wrangle in Lokis that are stepping off the timeline. Just Lokis? It's just Lokis. Why? It's all, it's only Lokis. Why? Because, (laughs) because who are the one that they're chasing? They're chasing an evil Loki. And he says that, and when they get in there, he says, your variant number 44777, what? So there's all of these variants are all just variants, not from the main timeline. They're all variants of Loki. So you think the guy that was in there with Loki was another version of Loki? Think about what he looked like. The guy that was in there that got fried and got erased was fat, mm-hmm. white, mm-hmm. black hair, mm-hmm. long, long black hair, black hair mm-hmm. just like Loki. He was fat. The person we see in the background who we've already established that there was an article out that somebody paused the the screen on on Loki's file, which said Loki is gender fluid, right? Mm-hmm. That was a big story. Loki's gender fluid. Okay. We see in the background, people think that they see Peggy Carter yeah. being arrested by the Time Variance Authority. They yeah. That's another big story that came out that, oh, Peggy Carter's in the background. Because if they're going after Time Variance, Chris Evans is obviously a Time Variant because he's going back in time and putting the Infinity Stones in the right spot and all this filth, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe Peggy Carter got involved in that because he went back and lived with her, right? Mm-hmm. So people are theorizing that Peggy Carter's getting arrested in the background. That's mm-hmm. what people are guessing mm-hmm. because we see a, char- a character being arrested by a time variance who looks like Peggy Carter. Mm-hmm. What does Peggy-, Peggy Carter look like? She's a woman, white, long black hair, just like Loki. That is a female version of Loki who is gender fluid. In another timeline, he goes off and he's a woman and that's who was in the background. A gender fluid Loki in the background. All of this whole time variance authority all exists to just go after Loki's. And that evil, and and he says, like, well, you think that I'm evil? And he tells him, no, I don't think that you're not a dangerous variant. The one that we're chasing is a dangerous variant. Mm. They're all variants of Loki's. Mm. Interesting. That's what I think is what's going to be the big reveal (laughs) that this whole exists just to catch Loki's. And now this would all make perfect sense because this is more evidence to go with my theory. Um, 
the guy who created have you and you're familiar with the show uh rick and Mo- morty mm-hmm. on rick and morty okay something very similar happens on rick and morty rick and morty they go into they explore very similar subjects okay on rick and morty there are thousands of versions of Rick's and thousands of versions of Morty's. So this team of Rick and Morty, there's thousands of versions of them. And this one Rick and Morty that we watch on the show, he likes to believe that he is unique. He believes that he's better than all of the other versions of Rick and Morty. Okay. And he hates that there is this outside authority made up of Rick's who dictate who police all of the other Ricks and Mortys in all of the universes. Mm. Doesn't that sound familiar mm-hmm. to this show? I mean, it could be. And we don't know that yet, but it could be. And what does he, what does Rick want to do? He like, he wants to destroy. And he does in Rick and Morty. He destroys the, I forget what they called it. The Pantheon of Ricks or whatever they called. He destroys the authority of Ricks. He blows them all up. Mm. and he ends it mm. so i think and then there was an article that the guy who created rick and morty he says that he is proud that so many of his writing staff gets poached by marvel what what do you mean many poached? of his writers mm-hmm. left rick and morty to go write on loki interesting so those people who wrote that storyline are now writing on this show wow and they're writing the same story (laughs) (laughs) wow that Uh would be amazing if that it's the case because well one if that's the case you just spoiled it i just blew the (laughs) the lid off if that is the case but if so that would be interesting because I think that Loki just brings so much to the Marvel universe. Yeah. He brings so much trouble to the Marvel universe. And trouble, you're right. And now this. And he is mischievous, Mm -hmm. which we mentioned that he is the god of mischief. So this whole organization is just in there to to catch the god of mischief. Yeah. And that's what the show's about. So basically, that's what's going to happen in the show. So you guys don't have to watch it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't know that. I didn't know that that um, staff from Rick and Morty is being hired on by the Marvel Universe. Yep. Yep. Wow. They are. And I think that, I mean, I didn't know that till a few weeks ago when I saw the story. And um, it did blow my mind. The story did blow my mind the first time I saw it in Rick and Morty. And it was amazing. But if you think about it, Rick and Morty is a very successful cartoon network show. This is going to, going to be and is currently um, a very successful Disney show. So a lot more people are going to watch this show. Mm-hmm. So basically, Kevin Feige, who was the person I, get, I am presuming was responsible for poaching these writers and bringing them over to Marvel, basically saw Rick and Morty was blown away by it and was like, you know what? Let's do that with Loki. (laughs) So you don't think this, I mean, in the comics, I mean, I don't know. Are there Loki comics? Is this something that is any of it being, you know what I mean? Like adapted from the comics to the show. I think there is a time variance authority or something similar to that in the comics. And this character Morbius 
which you told me also exists in the comics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. So I think there is a grain of that in the comics, but you know, they want to blow people's minds. So mm-hmm. let's bring a different edge, but you know, Rick and Morty was well watched. So I think I'm not going to be the only one. And I Googled it and Tim. So there's articles pointing out the similarities tv's top five how marvel's loki was influenced by rick and morty how rick here's another one from uh looper how rick and morty helped loki showrunner michael waldron and then whatever this last one says loki resembles rick and morty in the best possible ways so i think um, there's other people catching on to this but i think i nailed it (laughs) i think i think i got exactly what's gonna happen in this show yeah I mean, I think it's, and I think I'm because I think I feel like I'm putting like uh, I'm like a serial killer who has oh, <laughs> or a detective, I guess, that has all of the pictures on the wall and he's connecting him with yarn and uh-huh, pins, right? Uh-huh. I think that's me because I'm connecting the gender fluid story. I'm connecting the 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 Rick and Morty writer story. I'm connecting the show. I'm, I feel like I'm putting it all together, and I put I weaved into this quilt of what's going to happen in the show, and I think I already. <laughs> did it i think i nailed it (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna put on the description of this spoilers i reveal everything that happens in rick and morty (laughs) and and loki um but either way even if that even if it does happen exactly the way i say this show's amazing yeah i mean i think even in that concept it'd be interesting because i think that regardless I think Loki's still fulfilling his purpose. Yes. You know? Which of is to start the off the of next... Mis- of, of mischief. Which is know? to start off the next series of uh, of Marvel movies. Yeah. And bringing back, I think, bring, like still being a villain. Mm-hmm. Still being himself. Yeah. And bringing the best, I mean, of others, right? Because I think he's going to still bring a team together. To stop it. To stop it. <laughs> to, or to end the Marvel yeah. madness yeah. of the multiverse. I think, like, this is going to be a new cycle of how he brings destruction, you know, chaos to the world. Because that's what he did in Avengers, you know. Yeah. He's still himself. Yeah. So it's just a different, you know, doing it differently. So I think you're right. I think that we're probably going to do uh, every episode of this show. I think it's going to be that good that I think every episode deserves to be reviewed on its own. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, it's great. And everything looked amazing. Nothing looked cheap. I guess nothing really looked cheap on the other two shows. No, but I don't know. This one just really felt like next level Marvel stuff like it reminded me of ragnarok mm-hmm. you know like the look and you said at one point too when he goes into the processing center and they laser off his clothes you know you kind of thought that stan lee was going to come out like mm-hmm. in ragnarok and cut his hair or something mm-hmm. it totally has that lo- same level of like uh design to the the look of the tva and all that so uh, i'm prepared for this probably to be the to become like one of my new favorites mm-hmm. of Marvel. So please don't let me down. The first episode was flawless. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to change anything about the first episode. No, it think? was great. It was funny. Um, I think it's it did still showcase who Loki is. Yeah. And I love I love everything about it. The scenery, the cinematography, yeah. the score. You know, I think even listening to 
I don't know. I guess I pay attention to the score. I pay pay attention to the music because yeah. it brings a lot of feeling to like what you should be experiencing as you're watching it. Yeah. And I think they do a really good job. Yeah. I think they really good job throughout all of it. I think. Oh, good to me. Um, I think Tom Hiddleston does a good job at just showcasing his expression. Like you can you can see his face and yeah. and process like what he's thinking, what he's feeling. You can tell like, he thinks he's above all of everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's really not. Which yeah. is what the show that's which is a lot of the humor of the show of him like being, I am the god of this, and mm-hmm. then they're like, yeah, well, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've so, done a good job. It's great, and uh, I'm excited to see the next one. So, stay tuned next week, and we're gonna be back talking more Loki, and maybe we're gonna throw in a couple other shows. I mean, you gave you got a little mini review of In the Heights tonight. Yeah. And oh my gosh, that reminds me. What? Have you all been watching Superman and Lois? Oh yeah. That's so good. The show's still good. It's so good. So if you haven't, definitely recommend you to go back and watch it. Yep. This still last watching, episode was so good. You're still watching Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah, we're still watching Teen Wolf. Uh what was the other one that Oh, Sweet Tooth. Oh yeah, it's the next one Sweet on Sweet Tooth. List. We got a message um today telling us that we should watch it, but I've been hearing uh Kevin Smith talk about all about it. Base basically that Sweet Tooth is amazing, so I'm definitely going to check that out. Maybe next week. That's from uh, Rafael Torres sent us that too. He was telling us that he's going to watch um, Sweet Tooth, which I really know nothing about. It's some something about a kid who turns into an animal. I don't know, but I guess we'll find out. Well, maybe we'll talk about that next week along with Loki and. Uh, I mean, basically, the show just really just involves is, revolves around Marvel shows because that's how lit Marvel is. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but um, yes, thank you for listening, and if please send us a message, um, and uh, tell us what we should watch, and maybe we'll throw it in one of these weeks, and tell us what you're watching or what you think of Loki, or you can tell me how much you agree with me that that's going to happen <laughs> on the show. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye everyone. Later.